Hello and welcome to the True Achievements Podcast. It's episode 61, no less. Joining me today on the show, I have Jack. How are you, Jack? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Lovely to have you on the show. Dave, are you here? I'm here. Loud and clear. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? Very well. Is it sunny there? No, it's never sunny here in Manchester. Raining. (laughs) Is it raining? (laughs) Oh, standard. Okay, it's beautiful down here. We've had a bit of a mini heat wave, um, which which is ongoing. Uh, and also, we have a extra special guest making his third appearance on the show. We have the wonderful Mark Delaney. How are you, Mark? Hello again. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. It's Excellent. never sunny here either, but that's okay with me. Okay. It's weird how just looking out the window and the sun shining just gives me a different outlook on life. The world <laughs> is a great place today. <laughs> so let's talk about some games. It feels like it's been a busy week. I have, I've actually played more games this last week than I have for a very long time. But they've not all been brilliant, to be honest. Let's talk about Wildlands, Dave. Okay. You you are doing the review? Yeah, grinding through it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you've summarised my my feelings straight away. So, um, do you want to lead? So far, I, I don't know if it's still going to change. I'm guessing not, because I'm probably about 35, 40 hours in now, I, I'm, I'm guessing. And it... <laughs> It's just so monotonous at the moment because I'm. It, it's basically you go there's different area of the map and there's like a, a boss of the cartel you try to take out. So you go, you find some intel. It'll bring up some of their like underlings that you have to kind of root out and kill or take hostage and things. And then it's always the same thing. You go to a base. You can choose to fly in or you can do it a bit stealthily. And then you get rid of this person, do whatever, and then do the same thing again. And then you have to do that probably five times for each yeah. one of the underlings. And then once you've done the underlings, then you go for the main cartel boss and do that. And then that's the same thing. And then you do it again <laughs> for another one. And then I'm guessing that's what's going to happen at the end with the big boss so far. Yeah, like, There's nothing... Visually, it's it's beautiful. Like The, the world's so nice and interesting. But it's it's weird going from the past games because they were so they were quite big at, like in the previous versions of the Ghost Recon games, the areas were quite big, so they gave you the choice of how you wanted to tackle each thing you were doing. Yeah. But, but because there was like, it was linear. There was a, a like a story, and each area was different, and some would be stealthy, some you you could do a bit differently. Whereas this, it's just like the same thing. You go to the same huts, <laughs> kill <laughs> yeah, the same places, people. Yeah. And then move on again, and it's yeah, everything, yeah. So you start off like normally, but it's boring. <laughs> I think you're right. Unlike things like Far Cry and stuff, the map's limited. It's like locked down at the start, so you can't really get to certain areas, and it sort of builds quite nicely. But this, the whole map's just open straight away, and it's divided into maybe I don't know. So there's five bosses and five underlings, or sometimes six underlings. Three. So maybe thirty quadrants, thirty yeah. little sections. Quadrants there'd be four, obviously, but <laughs> 30 sections. And then each one of those sections has six missions, or sometimes I think there's five, yeah. but generally six missions. But the missions all start off locked. So as Dave says, you need to find a piece of intel. So you see a little marker on the map. So you go and find that. And the, But the quadrants are, or the sections are massive. They're huge. You know, It takes a good 10 minutes to drive from one side of each one to the other. And then, as you say, all the missions are just almost identical. It's like... You need to get somewhere that's quite heavily fortified, and, and inside that heavily fortified thing, there'll be someone you either need to kill, interrogate, or rescue, 
<laughs> uh, or take a photo of something on a wall and then and then get out again and it's like that but there's no i mean there is a story going on but because as it's not linear it's um it's a bit higgledy piggledy to use a technical technical <laughs> term feels a bit all over the place yeah. and um it's a, i've noticed some bugs as well like i've I, there's one mission where I had to get a journalist out of um, a base, a heavily fortified base, <laughs> um, as usual. So uh, the first uh, couple of times I got there, I was like, got there, right, fine. Got out the car that I was in and tried to sneak in, which never works. Got spotted, <laughs> get all kicked off. I got killed a couple of times. But every time I went, had to redo the mission, it sent me all the way back to talk to the person who tell who tells you where the journalist is being held? So you go all the way back to a different section. Go and talk to this bloke, which you can't skip because he just stops talking yeah. and then you don't find out where to go. So you sit through this like two minute speech of where the journalist is being held. Then you get in a car. Then you drive all the way down there. And um, the third time I got there, I was like, right, okay, I, I managed to get her out. She was in a big cage, like this huge cage in the middle of the thing. It's like quite, it's quite gritty, isn't it? Some of the stuff's like quite nasty, violent undertones. It's pretty grim. Um, and I got her out, and just as she was coming out of the cage, she got caught in the crossfire, yeah. and she died. So I was like, oh, God. Right. <laughs> I know so that I went exact back. mission well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So I went back, and I did it again. But this time, I was like, right, I'm going to clear out the entire base of baddies before I try and get her out. I don't, I'm don't. i not even going to go near the cage, because I don't want to get a risk of getting her shot. Because I'm already like an hour and a half into this mission now, this one of 200 identical missions. <laughs> um, so it actually sounds a lot like Mafia 3, and I didn't mind the yeah, 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 exactly. Mafia 3, unlike most people, but there was a story there that kept me engaged. And, and you had good music. Yeah. This has got terrible <laughs> Bolivian music or Bolivian <laughs> political talk shows. It's just uh, depressing. Um so yeah so i cleared the whole base out and then i got to the cage and i opened the cage door and then she wouldn't come out she just cowered in the corner whenever i wherever i stood next to her there was no like action button to get her to follow me so i was just literally stood there. i didn't know what to do i was trying to push her out she wouldn't move she was like rock solid she's just sitting there cowering in the corner so obviously this is the first time i've actually got to the point where i can actually get her out and i've, I've pretty much, i've finished the mission effectively but she wouldn't come, so I didn't know what to do. So I started shooting near her to try and like spook her, to try and get her to run out. <laughs> uh, but that didn't even work. So eventually, I thought maybe if I just like shoot her in the toe, then it would just be a flesh wound. <laughs> just in the and, toe. Uh, but it killed her instantly. It's like no, I had to do it all over again. But that's just, I mean, that just sort of explains some of the frustration of the game. And that's Did it work properly mission. the third time. Fourth time, yeah, I got around. Okay. That same mission you were doing, I had a similar experience, but I was playing it caught with my girlfriend, and yes. we died the first time because there's uh, one of the there's a martyr on that base, so yes, we thought we right, killed yeah, everybody, the and then it martyred her and killed us. So let's start <laughs> again. It spawned Sabrina down the bottom near where that that guy is. You got to speak to. Yeah, but I was up above, so I tried running down, but it's a sheer drop. So I fell so off. Died. I fell off, and I'm stuck halfway up the cliff on some way And she couldn't get up to me. So, and it, there's no way to skip the death. And it's like a minute you have to wait. <laughs> yeah, why are you trying to wait? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a nightmare. Um, I've noticed quite. I was raving about the graphics before, but I've noticed loads of screen tearing when you're driving around. Have you noticed that? Like, just the whole half of the screen seems to rip as you, if you steer quite quickly. It might just be my telly on my Xbox. Okay. And the other weird thing is, like, your squad mates, like, you've got magic squad mates. So I can be in the middle of a firefight with, with all three of my mates, 
and where it's all kicking off and then suddenly I'll get like quite hurt so I think right I'm getting out of here and I'll run leave those three in there they're all still fighting away I'll jump in a car I'll drive off completely like leaving them back and then a minute later I'm driving away and all of a sudden all of their heads will pop out the windows yeah. it's like hello we're back <laughs> it's like what where did you come from they're just magical dudes and you de- there's no penalty if you leave them there and they get shot you just carry on and they'll respawn like just two minutes later it's absolutely incredible that's one drawback in it as well for me like I I can't 100% remember, but I'm pretty certain on the previous one, when you played in co-op, you still had to say that there was two of you in co-op. You still had two guys that you were controlling, you know, to do the sync shots. Right, okay, yeah. As soon as you go in co-op in this, you're down to just whoever's actually playing. It cuts the AI out completely. Really? So, so, because I've been playing it in co-op, I mean, that seems like, to me, the way to play it. Being, well, it definitely would be more fun because there's not much fun a single. Yeah, I, I've had fun playing it with Sabrina and stuff. We had a few laughs, but you lose all that kind of tactical bit that you'd get in the previous Ghost Recon games because it's yeah. just not there anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's, honestly, if you played it tactically, and I'm playing it on easy, if you played it on hard, I'm still dying a, a fair amount. If you played it on hard, this game would last you hundred hours, and it's the same thing for a hundred hours. I just oh and let's not collectibles my god oh a million different types of collectibles and a billion of each one it's just crazy and you have to do little missions to unlock the maps so you can see where they are on the map it's like oh there's another thing I have to go and pick up and the skill tree I mean oh a million skill things to improve I mean to be honest I quite like the skill improvement stuff but finding documents and all the supply things that you have to tag all the time why do you have to do that? There seems to be no benefit in doing that at all. I do must have thrown the, uh, a little tag into about 100,000 tubs of pe- petrol in the, in the last week. I just, I can't remember I, I the, don't have get you done any of the side missions? Like, do you know, I think the, yeah, I've done everything. It sounds you, like a game of side missions. As you, as you do the side missions, they unlock, um, I, think, I, can't, I think the rebel things you can use, like ones a martyr you can call in. Right, and, okay. And they, they take up points from... The uh, things you tag in. Okay. So oh, like, if, I don't know. It's just incredibly repetitive. It's really tight on the achievements as well. Like I've put in, I think it says 11 hours now, and I've got, I think I've got six. And they're all like low value ones. Most of the achievements are for finishing huge swathes of missions. And it sort of looks like they're all going to pop right at the end, which is really annoying. Um, yeah. There's also a thread on the site about people not getting the 100% mission achievement, which I think they're like oh, 45 shit. hours in. I know, and they're stuck at 99%, and it won't it won't get to 100. And they've been playing the game for like 50 hours. I just, oh, I don't know. It's just so repetitive. I really enjoyed the first couple of hours. I'm just, I'm just bored with it already. But I don't want to stop. I'm still, I'm still sort of playing it. Although Mass Effect arrived yesterday, which we'll talk about in a second, but. Yeah, so when do we expect the review day? <laughs> this another t- 200 hours of missions. I'm pro- probably early next week. I'm going to meet... Okay. Sabrina's been working nights, so we haven't played it as much together this week, so I'm going to okay. blast through it this weekend. And then Is that split-screen co-op? No, no, we've got... Oh, okay. As Rich said, how romantic we sit in like a separate room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I joined their game the other day. I was like, oh, Dave's playing. I'm going to join his game. And he's like, all right, I'm just playing with my girlfriend. I was like, so you two sitting in the same house in different rooms, communicating <laughs> via Xbox Live. <laughs> he says romance is dead. Okay, I think that's it for Wildlands. Um, also, this week, 
was the big occasion for EA Access holders such as myself. Uh, Mass, Adre- Mass Effect Andromeda uh, finally released. After not too much of a fanfare, I imagine there might be a bit more next week when um, the full release hits. But I've not seen any advertising for it anywhere or anything like that. Um, and normally they go quite big on the budget, so I'm guessing they're saving that for next week. But um, we did a stream of it yesterday and... We asked at the beginning of the stream if people wanted us to play the single player or the multiplayer, and most people wanted to avoid spoilers, so we opted for the multiplayer. Jack and I took it in turns to play some multiplayer. Um, it was there was a tutorial level, but it didn't really tell you the controls, which is slightly unusual. No, it was more a tutorial for what you could expect. Yeah, in the there was itself. no. Yeah, there was no guide to the controls which was some of them are a bit unusual especially for a uh, third person shooter they're not what you'd expect so um it took us a little bit of time to get used to those yeah. uh, like melee is y which is yeah um, i kept pushing y to try and change weapons and then yeah uh, changing weapon was holding it instead but i think yeah um, yeah slightly odd controls but um we played it's basically sort of horde mode very similar to mass effect 3 Mm-hmm. The multiplayer in that, um, so you're in a sort of base, and there's stuff that comes at you from different angles in in waves. And we played some. Well, we played the tutorial level, which teaches you stuff, but doesn't really prepare you at all for how difficult the actual game is when you start playing it. Um, we hooked up with a couple of guys in the chat on Beam, and um, all of us were playing. We did okay. I think we got to wave three a few times. Mm-hmm. Things tend to crank up a bit when you hit wave three. Jack found some quite cool functionality on your suit, so you could jump, uh, and then if you held the left trigger, it sort of held you in midair. You sort of hovered quite high for a few seconds, which gave you like good vantage point to uh, rain down your weapons on on the enemies. But it was good, wasn't it? I'd forgotten how nice the combat is in Mass Effect. Yeah, it's a very accomplished combat system. Um, which when I actually went and played the single player last night, it really. I've, I slipped straight back into it. It's like really, really nicely done. Um, it's quite nice because it does a lot of it for you as well in terms of cover. Because I was expecting, I haven't played Mass Effect for a long time, but running up to things, I wanted to tap A to try and get into cover, but your character just automatically goes into it. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, and you need to be in cover to recover health. Just yeah. Not getting I think you will recover it eventually, but you've got to take no damage for quite a long time if you're out of cover. Okay. So going into um, cover is definitely the way forward there was an incredibly complicated card system which seems to be the thing to do in <laughs> multiplayers these days so like Madden we ultimate packs that got given to you for completing the tutorial for starting the game and all sorts of other bits and then i couldn't really see how we then used those packs at all so i don't think we used any of the 30 odd cards that we unlocked no. um it also it was very slow to level up um i think we finally reached level two at sort of the end of the stream but it was quite enjoyable. I mean, the multiplayer is not why you buy Mass Effect. So let's talk about the single player. Uh, I started it last night. It's even. I tell you what, the menu system on a big telly. So we we're playing it in the office on a little monitor, and um, I didn't really get the the full um, appreciation of that opening screen with just this huge like world there. And like as you press any of the things, the camera pans around. It's just like stunning. It's like wow, we're playing Mass Effect again. Straight into the character character creation. There's like male or female options and then you have um 10 predefined heads <laughs> to choose from uh, most of them were weird looking like really bulbous <laughs> heads like not not any that you'd think oh i'm going to choose that one um i ended up choosing one and then customizing it quite a lot 
and then you can choose your own first name because I don't think they ever refer to you by your first name. So uh, I now have Richie Ryder, who is uh, exploring the uh, the universe, <laughs> <laughs> and he looks quite cool. He's got a bit of a goatee, and he's got like greeny blue eyes. He's a good looking chap. Sort his hair out. <laughs> There's some crazy hairstyles in that game. Uh, but yeah, Mark, was you were saying how much you enjoy that side of things. I actually got quite into that last night. Um, the character I creator, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I even customized, because I, I play usually in RPGs, I usually play as uh, my, my girlfriend, my partner, uh, well, fiancé now, actually. But, um, Woo, congratulations. <laughs> thanks. But I even <laughs> took the time to customize her twin, because, um, you know, as people know, yes. you... you you pick one to play as, but the other one remains an important character. So I customized one to look like her kind of failed in that regard. Um, she's much more beautiful, but, uh, I mean, my real life partner is, but, uh, <laughs> I was trying to compliment her. So for when she looked at and I was like, well, that might've come out wrong actually. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. And then her twin, I don't know if you guys watch the walking dead, uh, but her twin I is like Abraham from he's like the orange haired guy kind of looks like Duke Nukem. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was inadvertent, but somebody, uh, a friend of mine after was like, kind of looks like Abraham, dude. I was like, Oh yeah, that I didn't mean for that, but whatever. <laughs> um, so you played it last night. Yeah. Very, very sparingly. I only had a few minutes, uh, and I spent okay. 45 of them building my character. <laughs> <laughs> the character. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Okay, look, I'm not going to spoil the story, but I've played maybe an hour of the main game. There has, I'm going to address a few things. There's some stuff kicking around the internet about dubious animations and lip syncing and stuff, which, I, to be fair, I did notice a bit of. I also noticed some frame rate dropping in some of the cutscenes. And people are going nuts about it, but to be honest... It, I think to get that perfect, you are never going to be able to build a, a universe of the size of Mass Effect. Um, you'd be developing the game for 20 years. It's just it's just part of the game. Just put up with it. Don't try and expect it to be yeah. you know, photorealistic. Um, just you know, enjoy the dialogue, enjoy the plot. Um, because straight away I've noticed that I'm not even thinking of... I mean, haven't even looked to see if it's possible to kip, skip a cutscene yet. I mean, that is unheard of for me. Um <laughs> Just the comparison to Wildlands is just staggering how much I'm already invested in this story, even though I don't, nothing's really dramatically amazing happened yet, but it's just cool. And just getting down onto the planet, um, the environment's really nice. Uh, again, it's quite hard. I'm playing it on normal. There's five difficulty levels and normal is right in the middle of it. Um, but I died quite a lot. And again, the checkpointing was quite brutal. So it was pushing me quite a long way back each time, which was a bit frustrating because some of the battles are quite tricky. Um, I really feel that I need to build up my character's skills and powers to, to become a better fighter. Uh, and looking at the like um, skill trees is vast. There's a lot of stuff to upgrade across the different uh, areas and stuff. But you can just... Just straight away, I was like, I'm, I'm already really enjoying this. So, can't wait to play more of it. I'm, I'm not 100% sure what's available in the trial. I've I read that it was locked down to a single planet, but I've already got past that planet. So, um, that doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, I know you can play as much multiplayer as you want. Yeah, it's it's a only it's you're only limited by time with the multiplayer. And the single player allows you to play up to a certain mission. And then once you... Oh, and then it stops. Yeah, well, once you finish that mission, if you still have time... Because I think the 10-hour limit actually spans across both modes. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. yeah it does. Um, and if, if, you know, if you're going to devote your whole 10 hours just to the story mode, um, but if you've reached that 
mission beforehand, which they said it will take you about six hours, maybe. Oh, uh, oh that's a decent amount of content. Yeah, kind of like Mirror's Edge at that point. Uh, Mirror's Edge gave uh-huh. you a six-hour trial as well. Um, okay. In which, oh, right. in which I beat most of the game, but that's a different story. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, once you get to that point, you can explore the world some more if you still have time remaining, but you ju- they just won't let you access any more missions. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm more than happy to play it for another six hours. I've, re- I've really enjoyed what I've played so far, so... Um... It's yeah, it's great. I just I'd forgotten all about. It. It's such a long time since I played Mass Effect. The only, the only th- other thing I was going to mention was that because it's been such a long time, my life has changed dramatically in that time. Uh, I'm now like my phone is now my sort of personal assistant that just does everything for me. So I really wanted to sit down and focus on the game and actually enjoy it. But I've got like private messages popping. I've got Slack messages. I've got Discord. I've got emails coming in, and I just, I really, I just <laughs> needed to shut my phone off. But I was waiting for some important stuff, and it was really distracting me. Um, so I think next time I play it, I'm really going to have to devote some proper me time to it and just sit down there and maybe stick the headphones on and really, really get involved in that galaxy a bit more. But so far, what I've played, I've really enjoyed. Um, it does, it noticeably look a step up graphically i mean it should do we're on a different system now but uh, it really did for me and they seem to have done some really nice stuff with camera pans and um, background blurring on some of the cutscenes where it just it makes everything much more dramatic i know bioware have been doing this for years but they really have cracked drama um so yes very excited to be playing it um check it out if you can and the full release is next week i think reviews will probably start hitting soon um and uh, the little the few odd um, journalists I've seen that have been playing it in advance um, have said that if you don't particularly enjoy what's available in the trial, the rest of the game is much better. So that bodes well, because I, I have really enjoyed what I've played so far in the mm. trial. So we shall see. Um, Jack, are you going to pick this one up? Uh, I've got EA Access, actually. So I might install it and oh. play it over the weekend. But yeah. I've yet to play Mass Effect 3. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, it's an entirely different story, so I don't think okay. that really... So that's enough. not going to affect it in any way. I don't think cool. so. Yeah, this I mean, there might be stress Well, the story of Andromeda it's... sort of briefly takes place alongside Mass Effect 2, but then it jumps hundreds of years in the future anyways, so... Okay. Okay. So I don't think you need to worry anything. about it. To be honest, I can't remember anything about those games. So anyway, <laughs> apart from the fact that um, there was some controversy about the end of 3. Mm. But <laughs> even I can't even remember what the controversy was, Dal. Um... So that's all very exciting. Let's move on and talk about some other bits and bobs. Um, it is... Oh, let's talk about our streams briefly. So um, last Friday we did a don- and yet another double stream. Um, Jack, we played Tabletop Racing World Tour. In fact, Mark, you've done the review for this, didn't you? Yep. I believe. Yep, I did. Okay. Do you want to lead on this one? Yeah, it's... Um, the basics of my review were that it's something we've seen probably you know two dozen times before. With in, in presenting an arcade racer with the miniature cars and in the the big world of just you know our real world and presenting them as tiny throughout it and you know <coughs> micro machines <coughs> yeah <laughs> I always I always try to uh, I always try to in my reviews at least not make the the one to one comparison <laughs> with another game I'm never shy of doing that Mark yeah <laughs> don't you worry about that yeah but yeah it, it's kind of strange that you know the new micro machines. Originally, it was only a few weeks away. They've yeah, kept it to June, been put back, but, hasn't it? so this one yeah. kind of snuck in at, as a, maybe an appetizer for people who want micro machines. But I mean, micro machines have been 
gone for a while. We don't know if that one's going to be any good. And I think Tabletop was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. The first hour we played, I yeah. really enjoyed it. I mean, I love games like that anyway, but um, mm-hmm. little arcade races always go down well for me. Um, it seemed quite easy, the stuff we played. We didn't it, really hit. It gets harder. Does it? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, there's various um, upgrades you can buy for your cars. and Yeah, that's really the driving force behind it. There's so, there's so much to upgrade, and you you'll always like just have enough coins to progress through that slowly um you, you, you're never quite very affluent with it and, and if you are there's you know there's at that point probably plenty you can go and spend it on and quickly lose all of your savings so and, and, and not and not real money mind you these aren't microtransactions these are just, no no no, yeah, no no these are coins you earn through races yeah lots of different game modes lots of different Actually, there weren't that many. I don't think there were many tracks that there we played. We probably only played tracks, but they've been clever with it because they mixed them up, didn't they? That's so right. There four a, routes, a, B, and C, and a D. Yeah, I think there's yeah. four routes on each track. And they added two um, more settings via DLC, which comes with the Xbox version automatically. Um, oh, okay. So if you do special events, there's actually a few more settings. There's like a there's like an outdoor like snow day, and there's actually and the other one's outdoors as well, but it's like a more of a summery uh, aesthetic. And that's free. Yeah, yeah, that, it's all built right into the game. They don't even really okay. announce it. <laughs> no, 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 cool. Um, anyway, I really enjoyed that. If you like arcade races, pick it up because it's uh, a lot of fun. And I think we we got seven achievements for 85Gs in our stream. It throws them at you reasonably mm-hmm. quick and fast, which is, which is always a good thing. I think it'd be thing. a little bit of a grind to get more because you need to earn quite a lot of cash to buy all yeah, the cars. Yeah, I'm sure it would be quite grindy. Yeah, how, how long did you play it for, Mark, all together, do you know? Well, I've played it on Xbox so far for about... A dozen hours, maybe maybe more okay. now. Um, but I played it on PlayStation for it was a PS Plus game last year. Um, okay. So my son and I have put in probably thirty hours over there. <laughs> okay. And how is how much achievements? How many achievements are you looking at on there now? Uh, on yeah, I don't even know about the trophies. I never even okay. look at trophies. But on Xbox, we had uh, twenty out of thirty-eight for my review. Okay, so about half of it in about twelve hours. I mean, yeah. to be honest, that's fine for a game like that because it's, yeah. it's pick up and play. Um, did it have any online? Yep. It did, didn't yep, it? Yep, it does. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, we enjoyed that a lot. Uh, moving on. To- oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's that time. I was just about to say Kitty Powers, which is probably the words everybody wants me to say. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm going to rewind my Kitty Powers and, and hand over to Dave, who has a game. Yeah, so this week it's Friday Night Blit Arena. That's probably one of the IDs we haven't actually streamed. Yeah, probably the only one I can um, think of. Code for this one is KJCGXMF7P2PP2Q7FXYJCKTTKZ. Cool. And there you go. Enjoy. Good luck to anyone who tries to download that. Um, yes, let's talk about Kitty Powers. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we just had a video preview go up on the site uh, by Will. It's really good, entertaining. I recommend watching it. Will loved the game more than we did in our first hour, but we were coming at it from a very achievement-focused um, perspective. So we were just trying to pop as many as we could in that hour, which meant we probably skipped through some of the nuances of this game. Jack, do you want to describe this? I don't even know how to begin. So it's a you work as a consultant at a dating agency, ran by a um, 
Beautiful lady. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you'll get a person will come to you and want your advice, and you've got to try and pair them up with somebody else. You have a selection of people. You have some very basic things like they'll like goblins and blue eyes and recycling. Or something like that. Who doesn't like goblins? Exactly. And you'll find somebody else that's also a recycling fanatic. And you'll (laughs) send them on a date together to a restaurant. (laughs) All of the restaurants are the same. It just changes in terms of cosmetics. Yeah. And uh, it's basically a a prolonged memory game. Mm. So questions will be asked throughout the date and you'll have to... um, uh, you pull, um, kind of draw on information that you already know about the person or you've read about them beforehand and try and make the date successful. Yeah. And, and you can lie. Yeah, you can lie. And you, you get a wheel, like a, on any a, a wheel of misfortune thing come up. It's um, it's very strange. It's nothing like no other game I've ever, ever played before. And if your date is successful, then those people will be uh, shown in the bath together drinking champagne which is lovely um and then further down the line like a month later you might get a, a message from them saying oh we're getting married thanks so much for your help or or if you lied they could say oh well i've just found out this guy isn't what i thought he was on the date or whatever but all that's going on while you're meanwhile you're trying to fix up another 200 people on the on different dates the achievement list is ridiculously hard and grindy so you need to like when you go to the restaurant, they give you a menu of like five items, mm-hmm. and you can ask the waiter what each item is. But you, you have, have to, to pay him for to ask them later, yeah. <laughs> which is bizarre. And there's, I don't know how many different. I think there's like ten different restaurants, and each one has twenty menu items. And there's an mm-hmm. achievement for asking for all twenty uh, explanations of each dish yeah, and for each restaurant, and they're random. Well. So yeah, it took us a whole hour, and we managed to do the English one. But we chose that English restaurant every single time, yeah, um, in the hope to try and get this thing. But it's a really weird game. I mean, I can see how it would be fun on the bus, playing on the phone. I'm not sure it really translates to Xbox, although, as I say, Will loved it. Yeah, um, I think if you kind of envelop yourself in the nuances of it, um, <laughs> you'll enjoy it and like get properly into it. But if it's just something you're looking to play for game score, it's probably... Not the right game. No, it's not the right game. Um, we got four achievements for 145 Gs. One of the achievements was for... <laughs> poking someone a thousand times which in order to poke them you had to press alternate between the left and right triggers so literally for about 10 minutes on the stream I was just (laughs) hammering the left and right trigger alternately we did discover you can do that with two controllers at the same time though yeah so if you've got a co-op partner (laughs) you can you can uh, boost that achievement in kitty powers we got four achievements for 145 gaming score Strange game. Check out the video review if you want more of an idea, because it's hard to put it into words um, exactly what this what this game is all about. Um, then we played Sub Level Zero Redux, mm-hmm. which is a first person space shooter, sort of. That fair? Uh, I think it was yeah. sort of in space. It felt like you were sort of in the sort of spacey world because it was like You're there was no gravity, through, was there? Like the first one was a bit of an industrial environment. It's almost like the um, getting out, escaping from the Death Star in Lego Star Wars. It had that kind of vibe with yeah. pipes everywhere and with lots of enemies. And um, you only had one life to do the entire game, yeah. which was obviously quite tricky. Um, it only six controls took four levels, though, didn't it? The entire game. Yeah, the controls took a bit getting used to because you could move vertically 
uh, in three, well, you can move in three D space, uh, but you could also like flip your ship around and stuff. I didn't massively enjoy it. It was okay. Yeah, um, so it was uh, roguelike. Um, I suppose a little what does roguelike mean almost like a dungeon crawler, but it it randomised for level each time, so it's totally different level. Oh yeah, completely different uh, every time. The enemies were in different places each time. And you had the same objective, though. So it was, the first mission was always get through the level, get to the reactor core, destroy the core, pick up the thing, and the then go through the teleporter. Yeah. And then rinse and repeat. And you had different upgrades. For, you say picked up items as you killed enemies. And if you picked up two items that were the same, so you had a shield and like a tortoise shield... You could combine them into a better shield that had a different. Oh name. yeah, they were crafting. Yeah. Yeah, so crafting mechanics. Um, but it, yeah, it was a little bit um, weird. The map felt like a game as well, almost. The map was a bit weird because that was obviously rotating. Yeah, 3D. In the same orientation as your ship, and that was all 3D, which was a bit crazy. Um, it was quite difficult, and it, we got six achievements, and we were specifically going for achievements in this. Some really tricky ones where you had to get to the whole level without shooting anything, without getting hit. Uh, Jack did a brilliant job on that, and um, six achievements for 100 Gs, but I think it would be quite a long and tricky completion to yes. do the whole game. Uh, let's move on to yet another very <laughs> unusual game. Um, we played Clicker Heroes on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday actually, um, which was originally on Steam. Um, Jack, <laughs> you well, played this a lot. It was originally. Um, why don't you tell us about it? It was originally a flash game before okay. Steam, so that's like back in the days of Congregate. But um, yeah, the game itself. The you have um, a monster appears on the screen. You push the X button to attack it. You do a little bit of damage to it. When you kill the monster, you gain gold. You can then spend gold on heroes. And the heroes will automatically attack for you. So it's basically hit the X button, get as much gold as possible, buy more heroes, upgrade your heroes, and repeat. And each ten enemies you kill on a level, you then uh, you can skip onto the next world. And each five worlds, you get a boss, mm. which is more difficult. Than yeah, each level enemies. is the enemies are the, well, pretty much identical to the previous level, mm -hmm. but they are. They take more hits yeah. to kill, or more damage to kill. So you're upgrading your your personal hits every time you're um, spending money on them, but you're also getting things that will heroes to fight for you, and they can be upgraded. Every one of them can be upgraded and get extra stuff. So it's um, it's a never. I think it's an infinite game. I think there's no end to it. Um, but the interesting concept of this game is that once you've bought your heroes, once you've powered up your heroes, when you turn your Xbox off, they will continue to fight for you. Mm -hmm. So, while you can't do any of the um, upgrading stuff or any of the level switching, if you leave them on a high level and you've upgraded them a reasonably large amount, when you turn the console back on, you will have a ton of gold to spend, and you may even have unlocked achievements, <laughs> uh, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> really weird, weird thing to happen. So, I think what you can do is rather than the way Jack's played it, and I think the way quite a lot of people have played it on the site, which is to just play it non-stop for... X number of hours in a row, which will give you severe arthritis in your finger anyway, is to play it a fair bit for the first bit, get your heroes upgraded, turn it off, come back a day later, turn it on for 10 minutes, spend all those upgrades, move up a couple of worlds, turn it off, and do that every day for about 10 minutes each day. And I think you don't actually really need to play it at all. 
I think that's probably the best way to do it. And then within three weeks, you'll have all the achievements and you'll have barely played it after the first hour. That is what I'm planning on doing <laughs> when I do this. It's incredible how many people have found this game uh, addictive or addicting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the comments in the forums are quite unusual. Uh, I think, Dave, you started it yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, I got to the stage where I bought my first hero and thought, like you, like I'll just leave it. And then okay. I came back... I woke up really early this morning, came back, turned it on, and I had enough gold to rank up three levels to okay. where I was actually doing okay. And then I did the same again, and I went up about two levels. So I, I don't think I think it's going to take a bit longer than three weeks because you got to get to you level reckon? you got to get to level three thousand five hundred. <laughs> I could go, I could go up after leaving it for a night. I could get to two or three levels. Up oh, where it was actually going quickly. I and think I had no chance. About 120 levels yesterday. I'm on level 200 now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I just noticed because we only all we did was play it for an hour on the stream, and then I turned it on yesterday, and um, we had six six million coins to spend. Yeah, that I could just upgrade. Like nothing everything. though. Like, like some of the upgrades now are costing me 13 billion. Yeah, I'm on to um, <laughs> I'm on wow. to quintillions of a minute. Yeah, the, the next one's like a, the, the one at the bottom that I can buy is 320 trillion. <laughs> it gets so, it and gets I can't do the boss. I haven't got enough DPS to do the like the next boss to move up. So it's just left playing on level 64 for me, and I'm getting about I don't know, maybe half. A billion each time, so I've got to get up to 320 trillion <laughs> to be able to add in it, guy. Oh my god, incredible stuff! I <laughs> uh, should notice this is a free to play game, uh, you can download it for free now. Um, Jack, you've actually got seven of the achievements for 350 yeah. keys, so um, it's sort of quite weirdly fun. I don't really understand it is, why it's weirdly fun, and the thing that I'm really pleased about it is that they don't force for microtransactions on you. It's free to play and you no. can buy rubies, which... Yeah, uh, if anything, the microtransactions don't look like they're worth buying. They don't give you enough progress to seem worth well, it Well, um, with 50 rubies, you can ascend and ascend a quick ascend. <laughs> and a quick ascend, unlike a normal ascend, doesn't reset you back to World 1. But it gives you all these hero souls, which you can then buy ancients with, and you can get relics and all this other jazz. Oh, okay. I'm going to um, buy that. How much is that? <laughs> uh, I think you can spend £65 to get £1,000. You can buy the Mass, Mass Effect Special Edition. Yeah, but it's Mass Effect gives us clicker heroes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's definitely more story than can Mass Effect. Can you just get achievements by pushing the X button in Mass Effect? No. Uh, I, I did try that last night. I did get the one for starting the game, so yes. Uh, <laughs> you can get one. <laughs> Uh, but crazy game. Uh, check out the vids. There are various videos on TA already. I think we also had a preview yeah. um, video for that that went up. And uh, our first hour of gameplay, which is quite entertaining for my facial expressions alone, according <laughs> to the people that were watching it, um, is well worth checking out. Uh, we managed to get two achievements in our hour. But as I say, I just turned it on yesterday and I popped another one. So um, if you want... <laughs> If you want a weird, we played a lot of weird games this week. If you want a weird experience and literally like no other game I've ever played, download it for free. You might as well. But if you want the completion, it's probably going to take you months. But you don't have to play it constantly for that time. Uh, then we played Death Squared, which is a really cool puzzler, um, co-op puzzler, mm -hmm. where you each control two blocks 
uh, colored blocks. So, so there were four different colored blocks on the screen. Um, you controlled two each and moving each color would also sometimes move other blocks of that color around. There were various mechanics where if you were um, at the same color as a block, you could pass through that block and you had to get all your dudes all four of your dudes into various positions. They had like spots that they had to land on by the end of the level. Um, very difficult to explain. Very cool game. Uh, you can play it single player. I think you can move around. There's like a two, there's a single player version which has just two blocks for each person, uh, just two blocks to control. So you do one on the left stick, one on the right stick, um, and then there's a co-op mode as well. I think they called it party mode, uh, where two of you could play. We didn't. It wasn't really a party, was it? It was just a co-op puzzler. <laughs> there was no alcohol, no alcohol and no, no ladies there. Um, <laughs> so, but I really enjoyed it. The developer came into the stream. He was cool. He was telling us various... In fact, he trolled us, didn't he, Jack? Uh, I think so at one point. <laughs> he told us to do something which would just basically killed us. Yeah. Because uh, he thought it would be really funny. So that was handy. But um, uh, they're an Australian developer. He got up at 3 a.m. in the morning. Well, obviously in the morning, um, just to join our stream, which is pretty cool. But he, 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 he had fun. There were loads of achievements for dying, which mm -hmm. is the best kind for me because I'm good at that. <laughs> well, we so were we really efficient as well, weren't we? We were we on were the party efficient. mode and we both we were both controlling two people at once. So four Yeah, people. we found the optimal level to die quickly because <laughs> uh, there's one for a thousand deaths. <laughs> <laughs> so we managed to get to a position where all we, we had uh, all four... Uh, thumbsticks pointed in different directions that was the closest edge to that coloured block so they would all just fall off instantly die <laughs> instantly die and we just kept kept our fingers in that position for a long time but um, we, people we are in not the chat working out the maths for how how, many <laughs> how long we needed to wait to get the thousand uh, we got 15 achievements for 350 gamer score it was a really good game um, mm. quite tricky it got hard towards level 10 and there are I believe 60 levels both party and single player actually it might be 40 but there's a lot of levels and it got noticeably trickier yeah um but it's the type of game that people probably have made uh videos guides for i'd imagine so you'd be able to do it with one of those but um really enjoyable um and as i say the achievements came thick and fast we got 15 for 350 g's and we didn't actually get the one for a thousand because we ran out of time I think. But that was another 100 games. We decided to watch for credits instead, didn't we? Because there's an achievement yes, for watching Yes, there's watching the credits, but it didn't pop. Well, yeah, and, uh, it didn't pop, but there's one thing to know about the credits. They go on for an incredibly long time. <laughs> yeah, they're very <laughs> funny as well. Quite witty. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to regular stuff we've been playing, uh, which we've talked various things, but I just wanted to cover. Mark, you've been playing The Witcher 3 DLC. Yeah, I bought it uh, a couple of days before it went on sale, which is... <laughs> that doesn't happen to me often, but it finally, I was finally screwed over by that as well. Um, it's awesome, though. I th I, am I the only one here that's played that game, I'm guessing? I've played it. I, no, I didn't like it. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine you to like it. But <laughs> <laughs> I played it for maybe three hours, which is a yeah. long time for me. I, I never care yeah. about fantasy uh, as, as a setting, um, and I loved The Witcher. I played it. It took me 90 hours last summer to beat it. I loved it. I was waiting a while for this DLC. Um Obviously, I should have waited a few more days, but it's... <laughs> yeah. what's it called? Uh, uh, by the way, well, there's two of them. I'm playing. I'm playing them. They're both installed, and the missions are available for both. But I'm not touching this. The second one, which is uh, blood, blood of wine. Blood and wine. Yeah, blood and mm -hmm. wine. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, um, that one's apparently you know very serious. It even won some Game of the Year awards last year as an expansion. Yes, um, I saw that. 
the one that came up before that is Hearts of Stone. That one seems to be, I mean, it's still great, but it seems like a lot of the missions are lighter. There's some more comedy involved. Uh, my, one of the first major missions, I went to a a, a wedding reception, and uh, but I was possessed by a ghost whom I had promised to show a good time. So he would possess, <laughs> he would possess me and like just make me do like just the types of things that like the idiot at everyone's wedding does, you know? So I became that guy. Uh, That's normally me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, So that was cool. And now I am straight out of GTA five, believe it or not, I'm actually organizing a heist now by, uh, so, you know, it'll say like, Oh, you need to organize your crew and you need to prepare this and that, uh, come up with like a, a blueprint for the heist basically. And they'll give you a couple people, uh, to choose from for all the different tasks. Like, oh, you you, you know, I can choose uh, like a stealthy safe cracker or I can choose a demolitions expert to just blow a hole in the in the side of whatever we need uh, <laughs> opened. And so I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I haven't played in a couple of days, but because most, I mostly play in the weekend. So after some Andromeda this weekend, I'm going to get back to that. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. It's good to be back in the, the whole world of it. I, they're, uh, like I was saying, I don't really like fantasy too much. That's sort of become the one exception for me. And mm-hmm. next they're doing Cyberpunk 2077, the CD Projekt crew over there. Uh, oh, wow. So for, for them to be moving to a sci-fi game is going to be really uh, fun for me, I think. It's, it'll probably be one of the best games ever <laughs> once it comes out in <laughs> well, 2024. That's preview. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay, excellent. Thank you. Um, I think that's it for what we've, we've been playing. There's various other bits and bobs that we play for GTSC, but we've been talking about games for a long time. So let's move on to our most exciting site news for a while. Mark, do you want to take it away and tell us about TA Playlist? Uh, yeah, so TA Playlist is a new event we were working on for a long time. Um, it sort of came to me because... I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts every week. A couple of them are, you know, we've mentioned on the show before, Kane and Rince, those guys do an awesome job. Um, Game Informer occasionally, sort of sporadically, will we'll do something similar where it's basically just a book club for video games is how people are putting it succinctly. Uh, we're going to get together every month and vote on a game to play, the whole community. Uh, we're actually... The first poll is open right now. I, I won't reveal which one's winning, but uh, next you could tell us what's in the poll, though. Yeah. Uh, so, couple couple of the other people on staff, Kevin and Will. Uh, um, Kevin is Yuri Dace online, if that's how he pronounces it. I'm not sure. Uh, that, that's how I pronounce <laughs> it when I've been reading it all these, yeah, me too. this last year. Uh, and then Will is over on the YouTube team. He does an amazing job. He's uh, dar- uh, what is it? Bruce Wayne 1008 on TA. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the two of them and myself will be hosting a podcast where we'll wrap up this this sort of game club every month. And um, so the first month we curated a list down to Alan Wake, Batman Arkham Asylum, Dishonored, and Wolfenstein, uh, The New Order. New Order. Yeah. So that poll is currently open. Yep. It's going, it's going and until uh, the if you want to vote on which game... Yeah, if you want to vote on which game um, everybody plays next month, then uh, get onto the homepage. I think the story's still at the top. There is, if not, the, there is the poll on the right-hand side anyway. But yeah, so everyone's going to play that game next month. And then the community, how does the community get involved? 
So we're going to have a hub uh, ready on the 1st, as you've promised. <laughs> and, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm away for the next couple of weeks, so don't mention that. No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so the, we're going to invite plenty of feedback, you know, basically open up a forum for, for each game each month. Um, we want to really make it something that's more games focused, less numbers focused, but we do have some special leaderboard ideas, some special stat tracking ideas that we want to uh, incorporate. But largely it's going to be more game oriented than pretty much any of the other big community events we do on the site. And we, you can submit some clips that may appear uh, in the, the YouTube version of the podcast. Or if you know if, if your written feedback is is exceptionally well written and thoughtful, we're going to share that on the show, give you proper credit. Um, we're just hoping to promote like you know the community aspect of, of it. E, e, largely, it will often be single player games. Sometimes we'll do multiplayer. Um, but e- even as a single player game, you know if we're all experiencing it together, whether it be for the first time or going back to mop up some achievements or whatever, then um, you know, it just seems like a good idea to come together and play something together yeah. in that way. And the response yeah. to it was better than I actually expected. I, you know, a lot of people on site love love the stats of things, and there's some stats of things to be had in this, but not as much as you know head to head or something like that. But people have really loved it. It's been super uh, encouraging. <laughs> Yeah, the feedback's been amazing. Loads of people have already voted, like thousands yeah. of people have yeah. voted already. So um, please join them and um, you can help drive what the game that we all play next month. Um, I think it's fair to say that the focus has been on story-driven games in the in the list. So it gives it obviously more to talk about, more depth to the podcast, um, more interest for the community as well, especially if they've not played these games. Um, so yeah, we can't wait for it and um, we will show more information as soon as we have it as soon as the um poll has been decided we'll put up the winner and then we'll tell you more about the hub and the podcast and everything else in the coming weeks uh other site news <laughs> i promised that last week we were going to put the new genre stuff up um this is ongoing uh you wouldn't believe how complicated it is to build leaderboards from multiple genres and then map them all to the existing leaderboards that we had uh we're getting close but we sort of I've now got it into my head that if we're going to do this, I don't want to just replace a system that we had before with a system that looks exactly the same, but but has angered some people because some genres aren't on their list. So I think what we're now going to do is probably give it another couple of days and actually do some extra functionality around the leaderboard. So we actually launch with some bonus stuff, which would be really nice. I uh, just wanted to address a couple of concerns that people have had about games being in or genres being applied to games that they disagree with some some inconsistencies across some of the stacked versions of games uh when we first discussed this when jack and i first planned all of this we wanted the community to be the real drivers of the genres um that were applied to each game but having been through a lot of the feedback it seems like there's still a massive will for game info to be involved in the final decision making on this and to use the guides uh, use the voting as as a guide um so it looks like we might do that just because we want to be consistent so at the moment we have some games that potentially are sequels or prequels in a series that have different genres because different people have played those games um so we will probably be taking some of that control back into GI and we will also probably be looking for 
genre specialists <laughs> to be involved in that um, mm. in that team. So we will probably do a rec- recruitment next week for people to join GI just for the genre stuff because I know a lot of people don't want to get involved in flagging. They don't want to get involved in putting publishers and developers up, but they are passionate about genres. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's every poss- every likelihood that that will happen next week. So if you want to help out the site, if you are passionate about genres, uh, keep an eye on the site news next week because I think we will be recruiting for some guys for that team. I also want to apologize that it's not live yet because uh, it has been um, a B-I-T-C-H. It's, it's <laughs> a rabbit hole of development, isn't it? We do one it thing is, and then we realize there's yeah, another I mean, we just, update. Or there's yeah, another, there's yeah. so many places where we have genre filters and all of them need to change. Every mm-hmm. routine behind the behind the back end needs to change um and it's not just replacing a genre and a sub drop down with a single genre drop down because there's also you can choose games that only have those genres or that have those as well as others so you also need tick boxes and all sorts of other stuff it's a nightmare <laughs> anyway whose idea was it to change to a flat system i don't know it's probably mine um let's talk about regular news dave hello Wake up. <laughs> okay. A <laughs> uh, couple of bits from uh, Telltale this week. Uh, first one, The Walking Dead, A New Frontier. Uh, they released a new trailer, which I'll show in the show notes. Um, but the main bit of info, really, from it was that they've announced a date. It's going to be coming out on March the 28th. Okay. Am I right in thinking this has been a long time coming? It's it's episode three, and the the first two came out together, um, probably about okay, so three or four like months ago. Yeah. yeah, three months ago. Okay. That is quite a gap for episodic content. And it's obviously bad for doing that, though, aren't they? <laughs> Releasing they? one episode, like remember Game of Thrones, six episodes took over a year. Yeah, did it? Okay. Borderlands, Tales from the Borderlands as well. Batman's the only one where they really nailed it. There was yeah. one a month for five months, yeah. and then that was it. That's the way to do this, surely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, and then uh, the other series that they're working on at the moment is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, they announced that at the Cheesy Game Awards uh, at the end of last year. <laughs> um, main things is just some new artwork and things like that that they showed. So I'll link to that. But it uh, nice. they also said the first episode's coming in spring. From looking at the screenshots, it looks more like the film version of the yeah. characters. I thought I was looking at a Mass Effect screen the first time I saw it. I wasn't looking closely, but it did have that vibe. Um, I think the CEO resigned yesterday. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Hmm. So a little bit of extra bonus telltale news for you half the press. (laughs) Maybe it might delay him bringing out episodes even more now. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Maybe maybe he's fed up with the delay. He's like, right... I'm He's fed up of screwing people who buy the first episode. <laughs> Here it comes, I knew it was coming. Here it comes. He's fed up of it. He's done some ethics. He's like, no, no. Brilliant. Um, Dave's going to be applying for that role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who haven't done it already, just uh, the, obviously yesterday was the midpoint of the month, so now you have. Evolve and Heavy Weapon available to download for free with Games with Gold. I'm going to get them. I really want to play Evolve properly. I haven't played it since that 10 minute go at um, Gamescom, but I think they've done they've done quite a few patches and stuff. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it this weekend. Not for me. Along with everything else. <laughs> and then uh, for those of you who didn't get Layers of Fear, that's still available. That's available for free until the end of the month. 
What's Heavy Weapon? Is that a Back Compact 360 game? Yeah, I yeah. think it's like an old, an old XBLA title. As far as I'm aware, I think it might be a twin-stick shooter, but don't hold me to it. I'm not it was an old uh, PopCap game, and you control oh. a tank that um, you travel across the floor and then use one of the sticks to control the turret, and you shoot bullets from it. Yeah, it's, it's, 200 yeah, games, it's in, yeah, 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 200 games, well. I was going to say all the pop. I thought all the popcat stuff was in there. It's quite uh, like the the ratio is it's over four hundred CA, so it's not. Oh, okay, not tricky one. That'll go up as well now. Um, Rocket League bringing another new mode and achievements for free next week. Oh. Wow! Uh, the mode looks like um, <laughs> Breakout. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know you're a fan of. But uh, yeah, it looks interesting. There's got you're gonna be like a, there's like a wall behind you, and as you shoot, it's gonna sort of like take out segments of that wall. Um, main thing for us really is six new achievements. Wow! So and, uh, imagine the ratio is gonna be massive on those. Yeah, they seem to depend so the, like the last lot of DLC like or update. Sorry, that that ratio is still pretty high. So I don't know if a lot of people played the trial though, and probably not got it. Yeah, but. Don't play it, Jack. Let us survive GTA C for another week. Are you jumping? <laughs> I still haven't finished the base game. I still haven't got that certified item. I thought I gave it to you. Oh, uh, actually, yeah. I just need to level it up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll get on that this weekend. <laughs> um, Capcom have announced the Disney Afternoon Collection is going to be heading our way. I think it was April, yeah, April eighteenth. For twenty dollars, it's basically a collection of six old Disney games: these Chippendale Rescue Rangers, <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers Two, Dark, Darkwing Duck, Ducktales, Ducktales Two, and Tailspin. It's not actually a remaster; they've not done anything to the visuals, although they have put some kind of things in to help these younger gamers who haven't got the skills that us older people had. Remember, the games used to be difficult. <laughs> you get so three, save. You get three lives and then you were dead and that was it. Start again. This has got like a rewind feature, probably similar to what okay. was in... Replay. Yeah, exactly. It, were, I'm yeah. just curious, were those properties big over there when they were originally, like the, the TV shows for you? Like, no. No, right? DuckTales was. DuckTales was, was massive. It? Chippendale was massive. massive. Yeah, you, you're, you're older. You were probably like a... 20-year-old when this was, like, something I was yeah. watching. Well, that was the time I was um, sitting around at university smoking things that I shouldn't have been smoking, so I would have been well into DuckTales. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. I just can't remember. Dark- <laughs> yeah, it was probably your favourite show, it sounds like. Yeah, but I wondered what those DuckTales t-shirts were that I got in my wardrobe. But, yeah, Darkwing Duck and Tailspin, I'm not sure of, but definitely Chippendale and Darkwing Duck was my favourite. He's, like, a Batman type of, like, Brooding superhero is cool. Sounds awesome. <laughs> DuckTales had the best theme. Well, were the games any good? I mean, that's the key question here. Is this is this something we should all be looking? I mean, twenty bucks is quite a lot more, of money for like more importantly the achievements as well. I imagine it's going to be a split of the one thousand across all of them. Ooh. Or do you think it'll be a like a separate for each like Neo Geo? Yeah, you could you could it could be six thousand, couldn't it? You never know. Wow. Yeah. Six thousand for twenty bucks. Now I'm interested. I imagine it'd just be a thousand for twenty bucks. But if it was six thousand, I'd definitely be interested. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'll speak to my friends at Capcom. <laughs> See and then uh, the last bit of news this week, and it's also uh, was the question of the week. 
came in regarding this one. So Outlast 2 has been denied a rating in Australia. Boo. <laughs> they've always been kind of notoriously bad for games and withdrawing content from games like Yeah, they're very strict on what's yeah. allowed. So there's been quite a few, haven't they, in the past? Um, similar to Germany. Germany is similar, aren't they? Um, yeah. Germany makes you change blood to green a lot. And they yeah. took the dildo out of um, Saints Row as well, didn't they? <laughs> Why would you take... I mean, that is just... That's really... the only reason to pay Saints Row. Saints Row, there's nothing without the dildo. <laughs> Crazy. The review scores went from 4 out of 5 to 1 out of 5. No dildo. Where is the dildo? <laughs> Cons. No dildo. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, so Thomas asked... <laughs> so I'm presuming it's Thomas Fox... Because he's ah, there is a fox like an emoji. So I'm guessing Thomas Fox. He said, "Do you believe the Outlast Two ban in Australia is fair and should and should developers show creative constraint to adapt to rating board regulations, or have more freedom to express their art form?" Uh, Mark, you write up this story. What are your thoughts? Oh man, I I have a show's worth of thoughts on this. Oh wow, okay, I'll go make it. I mean, I'll try. (laughs) I'll try to not drag it out, but. I think it's terrible news. I, I I will always side with the creators. It's a work of fiction, you know. Like, I how how I just don't understand the, the censorship of content in a work of fiction. Like, if we a full stop. Yeah, if if we can't if we can't deal with full period. Like, I, I <laughs> yeah, if I don't think there should be taboo subjects for for fiction, you know. I, there, there are certain atrocities and certain horrors of real life that certainly nobody ever wants to experience. And, and this game, you know, I, I barely, I, in, I included the story spoilers that were specific uh, with regards to what got it banned, but I, I didn't even really read it myself. I, was, I just like copy and pasted it with, with sort of blurred eyes um, from, okay. from the, uh, from the, the ratings denial. Um, so you don't think really that anything should be taboo at all? Just give it an eighteen. Yeah, I mean, it. nothing should ever be banned. I mean, I mean, what 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 does a ban do other than prevent anybody from playing it when we could just, you know, reasonably minded adults could make that decision themselves? Like, well, because not everyone's reasonably minded adults, I think is. But then there, logic. but then there are other barriers to prevent, you know, children from playing. For example, you could have just. No, no, no! I'm not suggesting that children should play. I'm just saying that some adults are not reasonably minded. And therefore might, especially with game. I like. I could see this argument like twenty years ago when games looked like ass. In fact, some of the games I've been playing still look like that. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, as games get more and more photorealistic, I don't know. I think there needs to be a line drawn somewhere. I remember, um, there was massive controversy around a game called Manhunt. Yes. Oh yeah, Rockstar. Yeah. 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 Mm, because that involved you could uh, like put bags over people's heads. <laughs> yeah, and... it was brutal. Yeah. yeah, it was really brutal. Brutal, um, but that was a while ago as well. And obviously, mm. graphics. Were... In fact, didn't Manhunt Two come out? I think yeah. that was banned in Australia. Yeah, um, yeah. I, what I disagree with is that it seems ridiculous that different countries should have different rules. Um, which so you think seem... a global rating system? Well, I know that's never going to happen, but um, it does seem stupid that you can not get it in Australia, but you could yeah, obviously it buy I it on import. Kind of understand, or... understand it because contextually, some stuff in different cultures they might not be That's exposed to the same level sort of mm-hmm. kind of violence or things or yeah 
Um, is there a lot of koala bear? Yeah. I know it's, it's really koala weird in places like Japan. Japan are fine with everything under the sun apart from dismemberment. As soon as the park gets cut off, no, what were you going to say allowed. then? I thought it was going to be really controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from lemons, <laughs> I don't know. It's this moment. Well, okay. No, yeah, I just, yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's just weird. It's just bizarre. <laughs> well, this moment's not very nice. It's not, but like, everything else under the sun's fine. There. It's yeah. I I just um, think a ratings board is there to provide suggestions and some insight into what we're purchasing. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a business red, red barrel studios, the creators, and I think publishers of that game, um, they're a business, but they're also creators. They're, they're artists. And if you, if you begin stifling art mm-hmm. by, because what Australia wants them to do now is edit the content, you know, like I'm, yes. I'm all about, I'm, I'm all in favor of, of, you know, potentially, you know, not allowing kids to play it. Of course, I, I don't think sure. that's unreasonable. I think most people would agree that kids should not play Outlast. But uh, I don't know. I, I've got so, so many. When things. I do, um, <laughs> when I do a Kickstarter for Human Centipede, the game, can I have you as a, as a backup. <laughs> yes. Mark will be filming. Mark will be filming the CGI for it. Um, excellent. Okay, let's move on. So, uh, back compact news. We had some games hit yesterday, Jack. Yeah, we had a couple of games. Four new games added to the library. So, had so Street Fighter of, Four. Yeah, a couple of couple. <laughs> a couple, of a couple of squared. <laughs> um, Street Fighter Four, a Luxor Two. Poker Smash and Mad Balls in Babo Invasion, <laughs> which I'd never heard of. <laughs> That's been banned in Australia already, yeah. I think. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, Street Fighter 4, probably the biggie from those, I mm-hmm. would say. Uh, questions from the mailbag. We've already had one, but uh, let's have the rest. Yeah. So Isaac the Shook. I'm one. <laughs> never going to pronounce that right. <laughs> he says. <laughs> Everyone seems to have, have lots of games in their backlog with the intention of going back and finishing the, those games eventually. Lately, however, games come out so often that there's no time to go back and play old games. Do you think any of you will ever get get back to your backlog games or is it just a dream that will never be achieved? Brilliant question. I, To be honest, I've experienced this not just now that there's um, new games coming out so regularly. I've experienced this for the last sort of four or five years, really. I've just there's just so many games that I've start and think, oh, I really should finish that. Like like Doom, like just in the last probably year, Doom, Watch Dogs Two. Like I've right at the end of Watch Dogs Two, and I just don't have time to finish it. It's really really frustrating. Doom, I was really enjoying. I just got to a certain level, I got a bit stuck, um, and then just gave up on it. But you know, uh, even the Call of Duty that came out last year as well, exactly the same. In fact, probably every single game that I've played in the last year, I've got quite close to the end of the ones that I've enjoyed and still haven't finished them. So, um, no, I'm never going to finish them. <laughs> um, it's annoying. Um, Dave, what do, you, what do you think about this? Are you in the same boat? You're much better at this than me. You've got 200 and something completed games, haven't you? I, I leave games on my Xbox to, to make myself go back, but then I still don't. And then after like two years, I'll delete them. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I do that too. <laughs> load last night actually to install Mass Effect, and there was Probably loads of stuff you, that I hadn't finished. If you skip back maybe like three years ago, I used to just like play. I'd have like one or two games on the go at once, and then I'd play that till I'd finished. 
whether that's all the achievements or I'd had enough of it and then I'd move on to the next. But over the last few years, and I don't know why, I've just been like a, a magpie and grabbing everything that comes out, like, oh, I need to play this, I need to play this, I need to play this. <laughs> and then you got the idea Xbox games coming in. And because the ID games are like two to three hours or so, or it's maximum like six hours or something, you can do them over a couple of nights. So I end up going jumping on them rather than playing the really good games like Watch Dogs that I've still got sat there that I've keep meaning to go back to but won't and Mafia 3 all these games so oh Mafia 3 I don't even include that yeah. I'm probably just as bad as you but I, I complete rubbishy games for three hours instead of playing a couple <laughs> of <laughs> yeah it feels like you're you're doing better uh, Mark you're you're playing Witcher you're you're obviously you've nailed this yeah I, I can you know when I think about my backlog I consider it to be uh, the games who's, which the stories I haven't beaten so I don't usually care about completing it uh achievement wise achievement wise yeah no me too but yeah i'll, I'll uh I'm, I'm actually pretty good at going back and if if something interests me especially on the story front i'll i'll always make time for it and after uh like i've got the witcher andromeda uh resident evil 7 and uh what else is coming out? well outlast 2 because i'm not australian i get to play that in a couple weeks uh, <laughs> and then after that it, we're really entering like a quiet period uh, and that's when I'll. Are we? Yeah, I mean, what what's coming out in June other than Injustice Two? I don't know. Nothing for AAA. I'm, I'm sure you know ID and okay. Indies always have great stuff coming out, but those typically don't take too long, anyways. Um, no, that's true. So yeah, this this summer up until from like June through August is going to be my next backlog period. But I usually find one or two um, months at a time to 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 clear out some of those games. I made the mistake of repurchasing the metro titles those first person sort of horror-ish games i don't know if you guys ever I, played them i bought the metro combo with something else that came out in the oh saints, saints row i think right it was like yeah four games. i've never played a metro game they're they're good so, but i had already played them last gen and um you know their rem their so-called remasters um didn't really do that much for them and they were they were they were pretty problematic before so i've been struggling to go back to those but i have a few lined up that i'm, I'm going to tackle this summer i'm usually pretty good about it well you've got a whole load of other stuff on your plate now with uh ta players oh, that's to, true to too. yeah well. so never mind take that all back i have no time anymore it's going to become ta backlog whatever mark needs to play metro <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jack, you're very good at this sort of stuff. I don't consider you to have a ton of backlog. Oh, well, I've got tons of games. But I've, have you? Yeah, I've got a stack of probably 400-odd games at home. <laughs> yeah, but not yeah. half-finished ones. Uh, yeah, I tend to start something and try and finish it. But, I mean, with the amount of stuff coming out, I could like go into a cave for a year, play everything <laughs> I wanted to, and then there'd be 400 other games that I'd need to play well, when I came out. So. Quite right, yeah. It's never-ending. I ending. think it's... Uh, it's a dream it will never be achieved until they stop releasing Xbox games. Um, I tend to, like, I try not to put them on my tag. And, like, I've got piles of games and downloads that I haven't put on my tag. But I notice you kind of play the multiplayer, then leave it. Mm. Yeah, yeah Jack's idea it. is that he needs to get the multiplayer out of the way for when they shut the servers down. So it's still <laughs> exactly. completed. But I just annoy me seeing these half-completed games all on my tag and knowing that I'm never going to touch them again. Yeah. But... Oh, well. At least you haven't got a load of RPGs with one achievement unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Good question. Thank you, Isaac. 
Tessak. Joe Dean uh, said, thoughts on re-releasing of older games such as the Neo Neo Geo games and the... Capcom, I can't see because Anonymous Dolphins over it. Capcom, <laughs> Disney announcement. Disney announcement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I didn't mention the Neo Geos earlier because I saw this question coming up, but I played Neo Geo, the golf, I can't remember the full title of it, the golf game, and then the fighting Surf game. Masters. Oh, thank you, Surfmasters and King of Fighters or something. 94. Something like that. that one, yeah. Okay, cheers. cheers <laughs> um, <laughs> last weekend for score in GTOC, and they are, they've basically just taken the arcade Sega. Um, games and then just sort of crowbarred them into the Xbox One um, and charged £7 for them. Um, they are terrible games. I mean, they're okay. They were okay in their time. The golf game's quite fun. Um, but the achievements are ridiculously brutal and they're a bit glitched on the golf one. Um, so there's various... All of the achievements in all of the games are pretty much the same. I think there's six games now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all there's 12 achievements in each game and like one of them is for getting a high score in the normal game mode, but you can just have infinite credits. So all of those ones are easy. Um, there's like four of those ones. And then there's some for doing caravan mode, which is like timed. Um, you get five minutes to unlock, to get basically three high scores again, which gets you three different achievements. And then there's the high score mode where you don't get any continues and you don't have a time limit, but you just need to get as far in the game as you possibly can on your one credit. Uh, but these games were built to extract money out of you. They were built to be very, very difficult to get very far in. So um, while I've managed it on the King of Fighters 94... So has that actually come out in 94? Is that why it's called that? Uh, I was playing a 23-year-old sure. guy. I think it was. I think that makes Ooh. sense looking at it. Um, the golf one, uh, the it's just a nightmare. You have to birdie every hole. In fact, you have to eagle one of them, I think, uh, and then make it all the way through to like 12 holes without parring any of them. It's just a nightmare. Um, I got the all but one of those um, achievements in that one. But uh, the fighting one was okay. I'm not sure about the other ones. I just don't see the point. And it's basically money for score. I think I mean, none it's... of these took me more than an hour. Yes. Not get, the games are not good enough on today's platforms to justify the price unless you're buying it for gamer score. No. It would have been good if they made them bundle a couple of them into one list as well. Because we've just been—it seems like we've been incredibly lazy with the lists. Oh, it's ridiculous! Just way and with the ports, they're just literally just an emulator. I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> and they slow down when you pop an achievement. The whole game just slows right down. All the music slows down. The frame rate slows right down. It's just crazy. It's so so lazy. But um, I'll buy them because I need score for GTS, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, I don't know about the games on the Capcom one. They might be good, as we said earlier, but um, I don't know how old they are. I think, really, if you're releasing anything that's over 20 years old at this stage, it's going to... We're just... You know, our brains are so far away from that time that um, it's going to look rubbish, even if it was brilliant at the time, and play rubbish, because we've moved on, you know? Um, I think, really, 10 years is probably the limit of stuff that should be re-released, Okay. personally. I don't know. Has anyone played anything that's over 10 years old that they've enjoyed recently? I actually just bought uh, a. Here they call it a Retron Five. It plays Genesis. It plays NES, Super NES. Oh, okay. um, just over the weekend, my fiance and I bought that. Um, I got a couple. Games. Your fiance's cool, man. I just <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to do all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> I get rubbish stuff to do. <laughs> I put shelves up. <laughs> we put shelves up as well, but. We, we play okay. games and go on hikes and stuff. It's cool, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I got a couple of games, uh, namely Aladdin and the original Toy Story game for Genesis. Those were very nostalgic to me. 
Um, okay, so how old would they be? Toy Story can't be that old. They're both Pixar. around 94, 95. Really? Yeah. Toy Story came out that long ago? Yep, the first one. Wow, where's my life gone? <laughs> Uh, okay, well, nostalgic in... Uh, okay, I noticed that wasn't a glowing endorsement. Well, They're nostalgic. Uh, well, I <laughs> so mean, that, as far as it went. Yeah, if... As far as re-releases go, if a game doesn't even have the nostalgia there for me, I find it extremely difficult. Like, not even worthwhile yeah. for me. Like, I cannot... I'm not uh, a fan of, like, retro gaming at all. And people tell me, oh, you you never played Chrono Trigger. You have to play it. I'm like, yeah, I will never play it. I don't care. It's... I, I miss the boat, <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. So, don't buy Turf Masters by ACA <laughs> yeah, Geo. Yeah, so stu- you will not enjoy it. Stuff like that I don't care about. But, you know, they're they're remaking, not not so much a re-release, but they're basically remaking from the ground up the, the old Crash Bandicoot games. Those, I don't mind that. Yeah, those are special to me. Those are cool. Um, and even if it, if those were just re-releases, I would appreciate those because the nostalgia is there. But, um, mm-hmm. And I don't see anything wrong with it in general because there's probably an audience for whatever. I mean, a, yeah, if there's a cult following, the I think it's always... High do well but i can't see turf masters having had a cult follow <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. even if they like remade it and you know said so, so here you go it's an id game and it looks nice to still on you yeah console. i'd love it it's just golf game i love golf it's games. just rubbish it's just like it's still in the old you know when we used to have square tvs anymore and then the co- the controls it's got a control and it says all it says is this is button A. This is B. it shows the Xbox One control and says this is A. This is B. This is C. But it doesn't tell you what A, B, and C do. Do and it's just absolute crap. <laughs> like they, they just you well remaster first. them. Remaster them. Don't just shovel them back out again as they were. <laughs> Well, well said, Dave. I Replay did it well because rather than yes, just because there was the amount out, of games. Yeah, it was a hub. There was loads of games in there, and they added more functionality to a couple of them, and it was kind yeah. of over the top challenges and the challenges other things to do. I agree. If you're going to do it, do it like Rare Replay, and that sold bucket loads. Mm. Um, but cool. they were decent games to start with. I don't think Golf Masters was ever that good a game. <laughs> Well, some of the rare replay ones weren't very good. When I've gone back and replayed them, there's some stuff from before '94, I would say, in there that was pretty um, average at best. <laughs> um, but it's all we had at the time, so we played them. Next question, great question, that one. Uh, Ian Triplo says, "Now that we know Scorpio is a graphics upgrade, we know Scorpio only games. Anyone change buying plans, or is it the shop for a 4K TV?" <laughs> um, I haven't changed my buying plans. I already have a 4K telly anyway. But um, apparently, so uh, Wes, Wes, Jez, uh, (laughs) Corden, who we had on the show last week, not Wes, he's a Wright's Nightmares stuff. Um, He did a little piece on Windows Central last week, I think it was, about the improvements to graphic fidelity that will be noticeable even if you haven't got a 4K TV with a Scorpio. So um, I don't think it's going to be 100% necessary to have a 4K TV to take advantage of some of the Scorpio tech. At least that's that's what he was saying last week. So um, I don't think that should necessarily put you off. I think to get the full experience, you'll need a 4K telly. To be honest, I've watched TV broadcasts in 4K compared to standard HD and I can't tell the difference which probably says more about my eyes than it does about <laughs> the actual broadcast. But I don't think it's that noticeable. Um, because what you've got, like, the, like you, on the S, you've got the HDR. That's supposed to be, like, give a pretty, pretty big boost to, like, the visuals. Just that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want one anyway, because 
<laughs> I do. Because it's shiny. <laughs> um, and I still think there will be Scorpio-only games at some point, even though everyone keeps telling me that there won't. Uh, Mark, you believe that too, don't you? Yeah, I was I was pretty bummed when I, when I heard the uh, the episode with Jez, and he pretty much confirmed that this is just a PS4 Pro, um, even though in my mind that's already what the 1S is. I'd, and yet I have a 4K TV, so I'm probably going to get it as soon as it comes out as well, um, which is all... That's really important to the people making it in the end, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It, we'll see. I mean, there's there's more that we don't know. I mean, there's plenty more that we don't know. We we almost know yeah. nothing. We'll know more in June. I yeah, think. E3's in June. I'm, I'm sure something they say at their conference will interest me. Where um, I'll tell my awesome fiance that we have to get it when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's probably already bought you one. She's got the pre-order on the go, on the go now. Um, I think we're uh, we're all in the same boat, aren't we? We're all going to get one anyway. Dave, you've been angling for a 4K TV, so this is your... Do you know what? Anyway. It's uh, my birthday on Monday, and Mrs. was like... Oh, it what is? Want, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, well, I'll, give me some money towards the TV. And she was like, well, I've done some nights, so I've got some extra money, so I might get you one. So I was like, okay. Oh, what? <laughs> what is this? It's my 10-year wedding anniversary next week. I hope I'm going to get something amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna. You two need to like drop little notes to my missus. To say right. <laughs> um, Jack, we're buying it, aren't we? Yeah, I'll probably get one. I make that um, sound like we're living together. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're both buying one. <laughs> you guys are ten year wedding anniversary next week, you said, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, just have a word with Jack about my present. Yeah, I've been please. taking notes. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's I'll... ten, by the way. Ten years, ten. I mean, ten. I, so I bought her a can of beans. Hopefully, that's <laughs> acceptable. No, I'm sure she'll be happy with that. <laughs> I've asked if I can have a carbon fiber uh, McLaren 570s because um, there must be some tin in carbon fiber. Must be a little bit. It's quite yeah. light metal. I'm hoping that's uh, moving on. <laughs> yes, we're all still getting one. Um, okay. um, Avengers against. He says, "What has been your favorite indie game this year?" Okay, Mark, have you got a favourite? You haven't played as many as we have, but um, you you do like your indies. Yeah, I was looking at uh, my reviews. Judging by the scores, I guess I would have to say it was either Tabletop or um, or I really like Westerado too. And which you know seems contradictory because I just said I don't like the retro stuff in that game. Um, uh, yeah, but that's still a new game with an old. Vibe. Yeah, but even 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 like those those games that try to look old, I, I usually steer clear of those. Um, and that was the first game I reviewed when we when we joined up with the ID team. Um, okay. And yeah, it was it was it's way it's deceptively deep. I don't know. Okay. Um, Jack, you're you're our resident ID streamer. Yeah, I like um, Death Squared. That's probably okay. one of my favourite ones for sure. Yeah. Okay. So just we've so, only played that yesterday or the day before. Yeah, just felt really fresh. In your mind. fresh You've been smoking and illegal substances and can't remember past anything past Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember Candleman? Oh, Candleman! Uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, Candleman would be my pick. Um, Dave, what do you think? Same, probably Candleman. I haven't played yeah. a great deal of him. Okay, Candleman for sure was amazing. Uh, the final levels are crazy, aren't they? Yeah, but I was just disappointed in the lighthouse, to be honest. Disappointed in the lighthouse. <sighs> okay, fair enough. Um, there's been loads this year. Um, I know we've played loads, but there's been a lot of good stuff in in amongst all of that stuff that we've played, which um, 
we should put together that's what we should do at the end of the quarter we should do our top streams from Q1 and um, put the games that we've enjoyed playing the most into a little compilation story with all of our mm. videos embedded that's a really nice idea good thinking me <laughs> right let's move on a little power on the back for me um, <laughs> another question yeah uh, William Crane Will you incorporate any Xbox ratio based on the recent introduction uh, achievement percentages by Xbox? So, the the issue with trying to do anything like this would be it would become yet another score uh, to confuse people with. Um, we are currently showing the Xbox ratio on the achievement pages, uh, which I think is the only place we're showing them at the moment. So you can compare. Um, the TA ratio with the uh, Xbox ratio, or at least the percentage of, of people that have unlocked them in those two different ecosystems. But to actually build another score out of the whole thing, A, we don't have the um, total number of people that have played the game from on the, on the whole of Xbox, so we couldn't be able to create the ratio as we, as we have it now. Uh, on TA, for the TA ratio with the Xbox numbers. Um, but B, as we found when we've been redoing the genre system, there are... True Achievements is like a ridiculously huge and complicated website with thousands of different data tables and thousands of different pages and routines and stuff. And to add another version of the True Achievement ratio into all of those places would be... You're talking like a year's worth of work. Um, and all you'd end up doing is confusing people, I think. So I don't really see any benefit in doing that. Um, it's complicated enough with having gamer score and then true achievement score as well. To throw another number into the mix would just be uh, chaos, I think, and just confuse the hell out of people. So, uh, no, we won't. But um, we might add a way for people to sort by that in their achievements or add it as um, a way to see that number somewhere on the site, um, but not to create additional ratios out of it. Okay. Thank you. And then the last question is from... Uh, Treasy took time away from the division to say division boy uh, will Beam be added to the site for users the same way that Twitch was i.e. social settings and friend feed and alerts when you go live and yes is my quick answer but it's on the list of things which gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger every day so uh, yeah we really 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 do want to do this especially with Beam launching on the console now um, thanks, T. Yes, we will be doing that. New achievement list. Oh, yeah, we've had uh, quite a few again. Um, yes, triple A titles. Well, one triple A title. <laughs> Looking at the list, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, fifty-five achievements, thousand gamer score. There's also one challenge in that. If you yes, which we've unlocked access. already. So unfortunately, that is EA access related. So if you haven't got EA access, you won't be able to get that challenge. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to say, talking about the achievements, I had a really good look at them this morning. There are a really good split of um, story based mm -hmm. and then multiplayer based, but also interesting. Uh, use of your weapons and or powers achievements. So like kill five blokes using a... Um, can't think of any of the special powers, but one of your special powers type things. I I've, should I've research this brilliantly. Um, there's one for like killing 25 guys while hovering. You know that thing I was talking about earlier with the hover? You get up in the air, hover, shoot people. One for killing 25 people while you're doing that. And quite a lot of them can be done in either single player or multiplayer. Yeah, um, some of them it looks like a really good list to me. Choices, don't they? So you can either like 
complete the campaign on Insanity or play five multiplayer matches on Gold difficulty. Okay. Mm, yeah. Really good list, it looked to me. So um, check it out. Okay. Then following on from that, we had Styx Shards of Darkness, 38 achievements. Another ACA Neo Geo game, Sengoku. 12 achievements, which is exactly the same achievement list as all the other ACA Neo Geo titles. Um, Death Squared, which we streamed earlier this week, that's got 25 achievements. Good game. You can get 13 of them in an hour Mm. if you're good. Yeah, probably 14 for the uh, 1,000 deaths because we didn't get that one. um, Dark Arcania of a Carnival, 22 achievements. Too Dark. A lot of dark games this week. (laughs) Yeah, really dark week. (laughs) 15 achievements. Blue Collar Astronaut, 43 achievements. I think we're streaming that today. Yeah, we are. At 3 o'clock. Um, Worlds of Magic, Planar Quest, 65 achievements. And RBI Baseball, 17, with 11 achievements. And then we had some DLCs as well. We had the Killer Instinct Shin Hisaku DLC, <laughs> 14 achievements. You've been taking Japanese lessons again. <laughs> no, it's all these visual novels of Flame for Jesus. <laughs> They Shall Not Pass DLC in Battlefield 1. That's available for premium holders now, and in about two weeks or so, it'll be coming to normal people for achievements. We had the Valley of Victory title update hitting Smite, two achievements for 30 gamer score, another title update for Lies of Astaroth, another title update for Minecraft, the Gear VR version, which adds one achievement, which is the same achievement that adds all the other versions. All the other versions, yeah. And then finally, a DLC for Industry Giant 2 with three achievements for 300 gamer score. Lots of achievements. Yeah. Um, let's talk about new releases. So quite a lot of those games are coming out today. Dark Arcana, The Carnival, Blue Collar Astronaut, uh, Momodora, Revi, Under the Moonlight, and Neuro Voider. Actually, I think we had that list last week. Um, and Kona, all coming out today. Crazy, crazy day. Uh, then next week we have the uh, Shin Hisaku, um, as Jack told you, DLC on Tuesday. Um, Troll and I uh, on Tuesday as well. And then the full release of Mass Effect Andromeda for America. The European release is on Thursday next week, according to our release calendar. Uh, on next Wednesday we have This is the Police. And then on Friday next week we have uh, 88 Heroes Troll and I for European people and then Vikings Wolves of Midgard. Uh, no doubt we will be streaming some of those. We do not have... Oh, I should mention DLC for Watch Dogs 2 is out next Thursday. Uh, Human Conditions DLC. With four achievements. Um, we should say we haven't got the ID um, schedule for next week. Those guys have gone from... GDC to PAX East to Spain <laughs> for different events in the last two weeks. And I imagine they've not slept for a long time. Um, so we can't have too much of a go at them, but we will hopefully get that list back uh, over the weekend and we'll have our plans for next week. I would imagine uh, This is the Police will be streamed at some point and um, probably Troll and I and 88 Heroes. We do have two, th- or we've got, today, as I said, today we've got um, Blue Collar Astronaut and I think we've got one planned for Monday already as well. Mm-hmm which is Neurovoider. Um, cool. Excellent. Any other business? No. No, just another reminder to check out um, TA Playlist story on the homepage. Uh, get your votes in, and we're already looking forward to playing 
whatever it may be next month and getting some cool stats and story-based discussion up on the site. It's going to be really good. Um, thanks for your time, Jack. Thanks for your time, Dave. Thanks for your time, Mark. And we will be back with you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Catch you later.